0: Welcome back to our channel. It's me, the Tiffany, here with... Hola, Rita. <laughs> the Robert. And uh, we're back. Talking to you today, this fine snowy day that we're having in the Northwoods. You'll be doing most of the talking, I think, because yeah,
1: I'm busy.
0: Are you busy? Busy. Rob's got a new hobby. Outlet. Outlet, we uh, we have discovered in our many years of therapy and trying to think of different ways and different... What's the word I'm looking for?
1: Outlets. Outlets,
0: yeah. <laughs> Outlets to um, calm your mind and, and give you something to do and something to focus on. Um, I know if you have anxiety, depression, uh, PTSD, any of these mental illnesses trauma that you're trying to recover from a lot of the day is spent you know with your mind going a thousand miles a minute you know you're trying to do something and uh rob has done leather work and paracord work and um forging he's done some knife forging
1: uh, i didn't forge that one it was just stock removal
0: well, yeah, yeah, off of a leaf spring of a trough, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. It's pretty mm-hmm. talented. I paint. I'm artsy and craftsy. That's what I do. I paint. I make stuff. I I do art therapy that way. That is my outlet. Um, I love to paint. It quiets my mind. It I lets like me focus on something. Well, you look like, you know, Mad Max and you're about to go to the Thunderdome over here because you have leather and buckles and bullets and paracord and knives and sheaths. And, I mean, it it either looks like Mad Max or, like, we're going back to Viking ways and I need to suit up and get ready to learn how to throw an axe or something.
1: Well, it hurts to throw an axe.
0: We, uh... We've talked about that whole going back to the Viking ways before.
1: don't think it would work right now if everybody likes their technology.
0: <laughs> you don't think it would work right now? Nope, I think everybody likes their technology. So, how do you feel like doing these hobbies have, ha- have helped you? Well, they sure are frustrating.
1: <laughs> Sometimes.
0: Yeah. Would it be effective if you had a place to go, like, uh, uh, you know, we've always kicked around the shop. idea of, yeah, like a shop, like a universal veteran shop where they can come in and they can do art therapy, make things, all the tools, material, you know, bring your own materials, keep yeah, the cost bring low, <laughs> bring your own canvases and stuff. And, uh, or, you know, they have a welding shop and a woodworking shop and, a, you know, all of The resources to be able to create, I feel like that would be uber therapeutic to some veterans.
1: I'm sure it would be very therapeutic to a lot of people.
0: Would you support that? Yeah. Could you get on board with that? Of course. He doesn't support me in all my things. He thinks I'm crazy. No. It's a fair assumption. We're not at the fair. We're not at the fair. It's a good idea, fairies. Yeah. Good idea, fairies. Um, so what was life like for you when you got out? Like, you went in Uh as 25, got out when you were 30, 32, 33? 33. Yep. And, you know, you have your first child. Yeah. You're going through your second divorce. Everything just sort of got thrown into your lap at that point
1: just Deal with
0: it. You just deal with it. There's like being on. It's like being on deployment. You just you they fucking go. You, you strap your bootstraps up and you figure it out, son. They hand you a bunch of stuff
1: and they're like, "Make this work," and you just go make it work.
0: Mm-hmm. What have been your struggles since you got out that you have noticed?
1: Um, the kids,
0: parenting. Yes. Like keeping your shit in check. Yes. Yeah. I think every parent struggles with that in general, but if you add the PTSD and things like that onto it, of course it makes it way more difficult. Um, and it's just a different challenge. You have to go about it as, you know, you would anything else in life. Okay, what are our options? There's got to be a better way to do this. And that was our biggest thing. Like, when we got together, we had, you know, three kids between us at the time before we had Jace. We're like, okay, what is going to work? What isn't? What do we want from this marriage? What do we want from this relationship? We figured that out early on. We were very, I think, on the same page about... We had
1: it all figured out by then. We already knew what we didn't want.
0: We knew what we didn't want. We knew what didn't work. We knew what we didn't want.
1: If you know what you don't want, finding what you want is a lot easier.
0: Oh, shit, right? So, would you have gone back and, like, did anything different?
1: Getting out of the military?
0: Yeah, when you got out. Yeah! Would you have been more prepared? Was it that much of a culture shock? I wouldn't have got out. I, see, I sort of feel that way too. Like, I was so used to showing up, doing a job, doing my job, you know, doing it good. Um, It was just all the red tape bullshit. I couldn't handle it anymore. I was... Well, I'll tell you
1: my reason, but I don't know if our subscribers are going to like it.
0: Yeah, let's not sort of say that right now. Okay.
1: I think your paper should toughen up your
0: skin, though. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people got out for that reason. I think a lot of people get out because they're just sick of it. They're sick of... Deploying. Deployment after deployment. They're burnt out. They're just done.
1: Or you get into the field artillery and you spend all your time where? When you're with the field artillery? (laughs) Go to the field all the time. (laughs)
0: I feel like you did that a lot. I feel like you experienced that. I experienced the field. I did. You
1: experienced
0: the field. Yes. And it was not... It's like camping, only not fun. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember our first blended family camping trip? No. <laughs> when we went to O'Connors. And... If shoot ponds, terrible memory. Oh, I you remember. Remember the first? Was that the
1: one where we had the little crappy site?
0: Yeah, we. Well, it wasn't the crappy site. It, side. it was, was a little site beside the creek, and um, the primitive. It was primitive camping. Um, we went with some really good friends of ours. Uh, we had met in a Wounded Warriors to Soulmates retreat. Um, there was two other couples that we had met and connected with on this um retreat in 2015. Man,
1: right after Jace Ruber was born.
0: Right after we were married, literally. Um, I liked that program oh, that the VA good. offered. I really liked that program. I wish it was longer. It was like a two and a half day huh? boot camp to communication. Um, we were the only couple that was dual military. And there was only four couples, right? Five? Four? Four, five four of us, Yeah, man. four or five couples. And it was at this little um, VA camp up in tomahawk oh my god gorgeous you want to talk about gorgeous and the people there were so nice so nice i got to feed chipmunks and squirrels by hand that was like the coolest thing ever um the food was really good uh they treated us great we learned a lot i think we should totally go back i don't know if rob wants to do it but yeah we learned Um, how to communicate better with each other um we gotta go fishing we did get to go fishing. And with those old guys, those Vietnam veterans, those guys were awesome. Wow, I forgot all that. that was so much fun. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm
0: saying. Fishing. Yeah, it, it all connected with, like, fishing, hunting, um, crafting. We have noticed connecting with veterans and doing those activities and stuff like that. We have made some wonderful, wonderful friends in the Northwoods. And I some of them I would consider absolute family um, Tam, J- you know, all them. I absolutely. Well, oh, Brian's a veteran. Yeah, we have a lot of veteran friends. Like, let's see, one, two, Jabber's three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Tammy, Jason hey, Dad, Boris and Jace are fighting over a video game. Yeah, right, so, that. <laughs> sorry, the walkie-talkies went off again. Grimes and Jays are fighting over a video game. I swear Always. that's like the most common thing we hear in our house. I hate video games. I'm so over them. Anyway. So. I was saying something. They totally got me off track. Tons. Yeah, we do. We have tons, tons of friends, friends that are veterans. Um, Probably because we surround we, ourselves. We them. do. I think that's our safety net. That's our people like that. You know, they, they know. They know us. They get it. They don't judge. Um, We've lost family members. (laughs) Yeah, and if they do judge, they do it quietly and to themselves, which I appreciate, y'all. Thank you. Love you, everyone. Bitch to yourselves. Bitch to yourselves. Yeah, I think we surround ourselves with um, people that we trust, that we know um, and it takes a long time for us to trust people. We are very... Our guard is up. Our walls are up, you know, due to all the things that we have experienced in life. I think that's with anybody. I think everybody has their own way of doing things. These are just the ways we do it. We, um, we're we very protective of our family. We're very protective of each other, of ourselves, of our, our little tribe. Um, I don't know how many times that we have gotten calls in the middle of the night um, and we've drove out of state to help someone or... Um, I get a call and they, you know, they're on their last limb. They can't do it anymore and things like that. I have, um, helped a few people through that. And you know what? There's been people there on the other side for me and Rob as well. And Jeff, uh, I think supporting each other is the biggest thing you can give someone. Um, and that has life experiences the way we do is, is supporting them. Letting them know they're not alone. Um, Not treating them as they got something wrong with them or something like that. But even if you don't understand, just be there. Like, be in the moment with that person. Um, Don't make them feel bad for having anxiety or depression or PTSD or some mental illness or a physical... You know, sometimes I have to walk around with a cane. I hate it. Can't stand it. It makes me feel like an old lady. It makes me feel incompetent. I do not like it. It's probably more of a mental thing. But I don't know how many times that thing has saved my ass. And I mean that in a literal sense. My ass. Because I fell. Because my legs give out. My my hip is done. You know. I hit that nerve. And then everything just goes numb. And I have no control. Or I'm pissing myself. Or whatever it is. Um, I think having people around you. And that care about you. and, And try to understand what you're going through. Those are the people. Those are the support systems you need. Um. Because we've had a lot of the negative too. We've lost family members. Um, we've had horrible things said about us. <sighs> it's all right. Yeah. I, I mean, we're getting we're getting through it. We um. Oh, what are you dropping ahead, sorry, I just Loud noises.
1: I mean, you're podcasting in the work zone.
0: I know I am. <laughs> it's the only quiet spot we can find is the garage. Um, our house is loud. We have three boys, and it's a small house, and a dog, and you know. Anywho, what would you like when you're looking for friends or people to hang out with or whatever, what is your biggest reservation and your worry about people?
1: People always ask how many bad guys did you kill when you were Is isn't overseas? that the most
0: ridiculous? Like it's so offensive. I hate that it's like why would you ask that? Why Just, would you ask that? Put your big board.
1: Penny this now. isn't a
0: fucking video game. It's, this is I, a, this is a think, kill count. This
1: is you don't do kill count. This is. A, but
0: I feel like as a society we've desensitized war so much with video games and shit like that that this is the this is the effects of it. We, I agree.
1: That's why the boys don't play Call of Duty.
0: Yeah, you know, or anything like that. They, I don't. I am not down with that. I don't roll like that. You moms that do it, you dads that do it. That's your business. That's your. That's you all. That's you, boo-boo. You do you. I do me. Yeah, We're good. Don't I don't tell anything. people how to parent. Fuck no. I mean, if I see something fucked up, I'm going to say something because that's just who I am. If you haven't figured that out about me, move along. Like, that's... <laughs> I'm a see something, say something person after my experiences. Because I didn't say something when I should have. And uh, I know the don't aftermath. You should, of it. Don't you should have... Well, I should have reported. You could have... Yeah, I could have. A lot of people don't report things. Um, There's one I did. There's ones that I didn't. So, it is what it is. But I think that's what drives me now. Is when I see fucked up shit, I'm like, hey. That's fucked up shit. That's fucked up. You should probably do something to fix that. Or here, this would be a better way of doing it. I'm not rude about it. Well, most of the time. I don't try to be. That gets back to that whole... Were you ever, like, assaulted or did a woman ever. I'm just asking. I was hit
1: on by a gay guy pretty intensely.
0: Oh,
1: I bet that was an experience for you. It only lasted a minute. I left.
0: Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I know my first lesbian encounter when I was in the military. I was on, um, the USS. Oh my God. What ship was that? Oh, the baton, the dirty nickel. Um, I'm, Taking a shower, and I'm like halfway soaked up, and the shower goes off. The water just stops. And the chick next to me is like, all just out of nowhere. So, you into guys or girls? And I'm like, guys, definitely guys. Why are we like, at first, I didn't answer because I really didn't know what to say. And then I mean, what do you my say? brain kicked in. is like, you better answer quick before she this comes over here. onesie shower becomes a twosie shower. Yeah. You know, that was, I was always worried about that too. It was, hey, some of those females were uber intense and they were just all about it. They were just like, baby girl, let me take care of you. Baby girl this, baby girl that. And I'm like, no. No, thank you. So not only was I getting it from oh, the yeah, dudes, men. I was getting it from women too. And that was not cool for me. That was, it's not funny. You laugh it about is, it now. It was traumatizing. It is, but you're getting
1: hit on by women and men. And it was most guys have a hard time getting hit on by women. It was really
0: hard because I, I was an eighteen, nineteen year old female buck fifty college
1: age. What yeah. do college people do?
0: Exactly. And I was quote unquote fresh meat. I remember. Getting off the bus into Pensacola. I had heard a story. Somebody else had done a podcast. Um, The Veterans Female podcasters. Shout out to her. She's awesome. If you're listening, Chica, I appreciate everything you do. The Female Veteran Podcast channel. I really like it. She's really got me um, hooked. I really like all the intense conversations and the truth. And she allows people. But anyway, shout out to her. Can't remember her first name right now. I think it's Kira. Anyway. Um... I probably got that wrong. Don't, don't take that, hold that against me. I'm horrible, horrible memory, TBI, in my defense. Um, but one of the females, I think her name was KJ, she was talking about, you know, bringing her bags onto the base and into the, you know, the barracks and getting catcalled. Yeah. And I... Vividly remember me and these chicks getting off of our bus into Pensacola, and the same thing happening. Them coming off of balconies down where the smoke picks and the picnic tables and the grill area pavilions were, and they were just, "Ooh, baby, fresh meat, man!" Any women? Know, all men, like catcalling us women. Not women. Wi-
1: not women
0: too. No, no, no. It was all dudes. Um, most of them were Marines because we were well, Marines. Don't
1: get to spend time with women.
0: Yeah, they're they're special, aren't they? My hats off <laughs> women to
1: women that join the Marine Corps. No
0: shit. Fuck. Yeah, those be some bad bitches. Uh, sometimes,
1: sometimes they turn out to be
0: <laughs> other things.
1: Other things like we'll just leave it at more butchy than others. Hey
0: man, to each their own. Wherever you <laughs> want to ride, as yeah, long man. as it, you don't fuck with me and you don't come in my, in my safe zone, and you respect me, I'll respect you. And that's just that's how I am. And that's with man and woman. Or there are other well, terms now, and I don't know them, so I will not say them, because I do not want to be offended, to, offensive to anybody, because I, I, I just don't know them. I don't know. Um, But yeah, catcalling. That was a huge thing. It was disgusting. It was like, dude, really? It's got to no. make you feel good a little bit on the inside.
1: Just, no, know, actually, I... Like, I
0: It was the way they did it. It was just like we were lining up. And it's like, they've clearly done this before. This is clearly something that is openly accepted. And and, and in my mind, after coming from boot camp and all that shenanigans and that shit show of what my boot camp was supposed to be, now I'm coming to A school. First weekend, you see A school instructors getting kicked out because they're sleeping with girls. Or gentlemen, too. So... I, it was just like, what the fuck? Is this really the culture? Like, is this really the Navy culture? Like, everybody's sleeping with everybody? Because this ain't cool. This is not what I signed up for. Well, I mean, if that's what you uh, signed up for, though. I mean, like, some of these people hey, just like,
1: I want to get into the military. She, get a husband, get laid. Yeah,
0: you know. I guess Master Chief had a, a, a theory she was going for on that one. Um, in her regards. I, mean, she I, don't, really, I don't agree
1: with her statement at all, but... There are a lot of... Oh,
0: my gosh. People. I... She yelled at me so loud after that, game. back to that little tidbit. She yelled at me. There was officers. I remember getting escorted out of her office and me going back downstairs <laughs> because I was in big shit now. You know, that's slowly when my DRB came and all of that shit, disciplinary review board and um everything, because apparently you're not allowed to say that to someone who... You know, outranks um, you. Outranks you and decides that they they can say whatever they want. So anyway, just not my cup of tea. Um, But I had so many good experiences. I'm sitting here talking about all the bad ones, but I had a hell of a lot of good ones too. Oh, yeah. I got to see the world, you know? Yeah. I got to travel. I got to go to the Bahamas. I got to go to the Caribbean. Like... I got to go to Italy, I got to go I got to, to go to Iraq and Afghanistan. I mean, yes, we did Kuwait, <laughs> we did Bahrain. We've been to some shitty other places too, but I was um every other place is shitty compared to home. No no joke. Um says the guy, you know, three blocks from where he was born. Hey. <laughs> it's two. Mm. But I don't know, like when you joined did you, like, when you went into your recruiter's office, you had clearly already been to boot camp once, so you knew what to expect the second time around. Yeah. And when you got to, well, not the fleet, what do you guys call it? Your unit. Your, your unit. Company. Yeah, your company. Your
1: division, your whatever they put you in.
0: And when you got to the quote-unquote real army after they did I it. didn't
1: get to the real army, unfortunately. The reason I say that is because Germany is so relaxed and so... <laughs> Casual compared to stateside. Oh
0: yeah. my god! Oh yeah, well, Italy was You like could smoke
1: and walk. You could. Oh yeah, put
0: hands in it. pockets all day long. No, that was doing
1: it. <laughs> we don't get to wear navy gloves.
0: Navy gloves. Oh, oh blah, blah, blah. I see that. We're gonna do this now. All right, all right. Fair game, fair game. That knife sheath is looking pretty cool, dude. You oh, gotta
1: put the knife in here the right way
0: for it to work. Yeah. Well, when you were stationed in Germany and then you went straight from Germany to Iraq? Yeah. Oh, shit. Like, you didn't even get a. No, there was like a seven hour flight. Did you get an R&R beforehand? Like, back state size? Or you no, just boom, they were boom, like, you're done? They were like, you're like, you're
1: gone. Later, you're here. I mean, we got two weeks off, but then come back here.
0: So you met your second ex wife, Brandy, when you were in that unit, you know, correct? Yeah. Right. And you both were. <laughs> that isn't here nor there. Um, so let me guess. Beric's party? No. Nope.
1: Oh, shit! First day soldier. She showed up on a Friday, and they were like, "You go out every night. Why don't you take her out on the town, show what Germany's all about?" So you did. I'm pretty sure. Was, <laughs> me and Jeff talked about this yesterday. I'm pretty sure my marriage was a direct or a, an unlawful order. <laughs>
0: so.
1: I blame
0: the army. You didn't get married to her you, you in Iraq though, so... That didn't really count.
1: It all started with, you need to take her out on the town and show her all about Germany.
0: <laughs> well, they didn't... They said show her Germany, not what you did show her. In their defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh... I met... Uh, Scott in my first... My first my first husband in my first duty station. And, uh... After a few deployments, you know... Well, mm-hmm. that went awry. But uh, I think military life, it almost culturizes that you're going to find that main... You know, so you can get more BAH or whatever. That's what they That was like the biggest thing for people. Because I was an E3 living out on my own because I was a responsible, quote unquote, E3. They got all her qualifications, (laughs) this, that, and the other. Paid her bills on time. They had all kinds of rules. You could not live out on town unless you were E5. Um, There was... I mean, unless you showed it, all of these things. We're yeah, or married. That was another thing, and I think a lot of people were getting married just for that so reason. Base. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, because you could get a house so, for like yeah, you could get a house for like six hundred dollars a month. Save. And they mind. were giving you like thirteen hundred in BAH, so you could save that. But if you lived on base, they give you thirteen hundred for BAH. They take you thirteen hundred for BAH, just like that.
0: Yep. I never got to. I never did the base housing. I never did that, oh, so. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I was not... I didn't even like the barracks, so trying to get me to stay in base housing would have been like trying to baptize a cat, I think. It was like the first time I stepped onto a ship into the female birthing. Fuck no. <clears throat> no. Nope. I I walked right back out. I looked at Senior Chief, and I was like, no. And he's like, you don't have a choice. No. I'll sleep in the maintenance space, but that is nasty. Those women, holy but Jesus! I don't even... No. Just no. It no. was gross. You don't put a bunch of women on the ship like that. They're all cycling at the same time. They're all moody at the same time. Some of them have not been taught how to... Bathe? Bathe and be hygienic during um, those monthly cycles, if you're getting my drift. Yeah, I was not a fan of female birthings on the ship. There is not one female birthing. I, uh-uh. mm nope. Just yeah, not. Getting to the point
1: of this where I gotta start hammering, so.
0: Yeah, well, anywho. I'm
1: just saying. What was
0: the, what was the worst birthing you'd ever been in? Oh, let's
1: see. Now, by birthing, you're probably talking about barracks. Yeah, birthing. Birthing on a ship is living spaces, yeah. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I was a truck driver in the wonderful United States Army, so we didn't have that. We had transient housing. Connex boxes? Billets. Yeah, okay. So, you go into a room, and it's 100 feet long. There's bunk beds all the way down it.
0: Aww, you just, guys were together! Uh, who? All your people.
1: All your male people were together. Yeah, see, that All was your like. Thoma. Female people were together in a different world. And that was nice, because then, you know,
0: we didn't have to deal with that. <laughs> Dude, um, females are drama. That's no joke. Yeah. They're crazy, man. They scare me. Females scare me. You want to talk about something vicious on this planet? Oh, a chick. I just wrote A pissed ju- off, revengeful chick.
1: I just read a thing on the internet from a very famous Indian person, and they said that the most poisonous and terrible animal on this planet is a human being.
0: Well, yeah, look around, man.
1: We're toxic.
0: We're horrible. We're horrible little squishy things. Anyway, I just thought that eighty percent made of water or
1: whatever it is. We were talking about quotes.
0: Well, I will uh, wrap this up by. We just wanted to come back out here and talk about some more things of female, well, not just female things, but issues that we have came across while serving and in on deployments and things like that. We got two special guests coming on this week. Um, mm-hmm. Both were in the army. Uh, we might actually have a third if I can get the calling in thing to work right. And um, Jeff should be back on Our next episode Jeffrey should be here And we're going to talk a little bit more about Drill him Drill him next time (laughs) Ah, Just kidding We're going to talk a little bit more about How our little tripod unit of parenting came about And how we uh, do this blended family thing Because a lot of you are very interested in, In how this all came about And it's a pretty cool story um so tune in, keep mm-hmm. on clicking that subscribe button, give us those likes, let us know what you guys want to hear. Thank you for all the support and peace out.
1: Hola got